You're listening to the Assembly Call IU podcast and postgame show, the place where Indiana fans across the globe hang out online after every IU basketball game. Join us for our live broadcasts on Thursday nights and immediately following every IU game at our website, assemblycall.com. That's assemblycall.com. Welcome, Hoosier fans, to this week's edition of Assembly Call Radio, where each week we have fun discussing the most important IU basketball stories from the past seven days. This is our 81st edition of Assembly Call Radio, and it is our 412th episode overall of the Assembly Call, recorded on the evening of Thursday, June 21st, 2018. I am your host, Jared Morris. And let's begin this edition of the Assembly Call how we begin every edition of the Assembly Call, and that is with our Hoosier Proud Banner Moment. And Indiana is the national champion. When it comes down, Indiana will be champion. Smart takes the shot. Oh, Hoosiers have won the national championship! This week's Banner Moment occurred on Monday, June 18th at noon, and yes, I'm about to reference another tweet that was sent out by the official IU Basketball Twitter account. It's a short compilation of Zach McRoberts' clips in which practice action is spliced next to game action with Don Fisher's superb calls serving as narration. In one clip, spliced on the left, Zach cuts down the lane in practice, receives a pass, and lays it in. Juxtaposed on the right side is a clip of Zach cutting down the lane against Illinois, receiving a pass and laying it in. The message? What happens beneath the bright lights of the game is a function of what happens in the relative anonymity of practice. And this anti-Iverson commitment to practice mattering in a major way is a staple of the Archie Miller approach that I am 100% on board with. More than that, this particular video was important because of what it focused on, Zach McRoberts' offense. We know that Zach will be one of the anchors of Indiana's defense this season, just like he was last season. But one of the big questions facing Indiana this season is can Zach's offense evolve to the point where Indiana is playing five on five rather than four and a half on five on the offensive end when Zach is in the game? He's proven to be a good cutter, a solid ball mover, and an opportunistic offensive rebounder. The next step is for Zach to be able to consistently take and make open threes, because with all the offensive talent Indiana will have on the floor, he's going to get plenty of looks. And while he shot a respectable 39.4% from three last year, it was only on 33 attempts. And just off the top of my head, I think I can recall at least 33 good looks that he passed up. If 40% of those hot potato three-point pass-ups turn into downtown daggers, Zach's harassing defense becomes even more valuable, and one of Indiana's many off-season question marks gets answered in the affirmative. This is a program that has had way too many question marks over the past two seasons, and too often, it has felt like the answers weren't even on the roster. Now, with more talent and experience on board, it feels like the answers are on the roster. The only question is, will they come soon enough to make a major impact this season? If Zach McRoberts' offensive development is as much of an off-season focus as Monday's tweet suggests, one of Indiana's most experienced players has a chance to increase his influence on winning in a big way. And while few national pundits will give Zach much thought when projecting this year's IU team, 
you and I both know how big of an impact he can make. All right, now let me introduce my esteemed co-host for this week's show. Andy Bottoms has the week off once again. So to my left, he is the founder of Delphi Bracketology, the current occupant of the number one overall spot of, at Bracket Matrix. He is also the host of Talking Hoosier Baseball, the number one Indiana baseball podcast in the history of civilization. He is an assistant basketball coach at Western High School, and most importantly, he is a proud father and husband. He is the coach, Brian Tonsoni, and that means that it is Tonsoni time. <laughs> coach, what's on your mind? Uh, the cold tub is on my mind. Uh, the picture of the freshman recruits having their first workout and then being asked to go into the cold tub, and they looked a little bit reluctant, and I think that's just part of the adjustment to college basketball. It's nice to have our recruits on campus, uh, in class, uh, getting workouts at the college level. It is good for the coaching staff to figure out what the players will bring and start instructing them on the offense and defensive aspects of, of next year's team. But seeing that picture of the cold tub with, I think, the means he just had his, his ankles in or he was sitting on the side and and the other players were, were looking a little reluctant. Welcome to college basketball, the upcoming class. Uh, get to work, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to September 25th, I think, or a date very close to that is the new start practice time. So uh, let's go get to work, get better, and, uh, and get that season coming as fast as possible. And to my right, he is a man who believes the Los Angeles Lakers would be wise to avoid breaking the bank and breaking up their young roster for Paul George, an opinion all of Indianapolis surely shares with him. He's a columnist for the big lead and one of the hosts of San Diego's new weekend radio sensation, The Hangover. And he is, well, he's an unabashed hypocrite who demands consistency from IU players like Devontae Green and Will Sheehy while readily admitting that he can't bring his best to our show every episode. Can't do A material every week. He is... Ryan Phillips. Ryan, what is your rant this week? Really? You're just going to do that lukewarm clap for me? Thanks. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, it's been great working with you for seven years. Um, yeah, I, I think that sitting here watching the NBA draft in the background uh, certainly gets me thinking about IU basketball and, and hopefully you know, know who's just selected, going to be selected this year. I think we all know that. Last year, two got selected in, in OG Ananobi and Thomas Bryant. But I think that that it's a good reminder of where Indiana has to go, and, and they have to turn out players that become guys that get drafted. And we were watching earlier, Mike, Mike, Macau Bridges, Michael Bridges, I don't know how to pronounce it correctly, uh, from Villanova, who was a four-year player. He was, a, he was a redshirt junior this year was drafted and, and they talked about him and, and, and talked about how he went from a guy who was a red shirt was off the bench, then a six man of the year, then a uh, starter and then uh, became uh you know, a third team all American this year at Villanova. And, and I know we've talked about Villanova a lot since they won the national title this year, but, but that's the kind of thing you're looking for. And you're looking for a program that develops not just the superstars. And Michael Bridges, Mikel Bridges was certainly a guy who had superstar ability when he got to Villanova, but he developed and he got better every single year. And now he's a lottery pick and he's a lottery pick because he put in the work that the coaching staff asked him to. And that's the kind of player I think Indiana 
will be relying on in the future. And hopefully the kind of guy you're getting, a guy who's willing to put that work in, not looking to transfer if he has to redshirt or or doesn't isn't a starter. He takes pride in being a sixth man. And that guy left college with two national championships and now he's a lottery pick. And that's just extremely rare these days. But I think you're going to start seeing more trend of that in college basketball because colleges can take time to develop a player. And I think that's the kind of thing Indiana needs. It's great having a Romeo Langford, but you know what? It would be just as rewarding for me to see Juwan Morgan get drafted really highly next year after having a great senior season. And I think that that's the kind of player you you need to have if you're going to build consistent championship contenders. So that's where my mind was at just watching this. You know, my mind always wanders to Indiana basketball when I'm watching anything NBA or college basketball related. And and I, I really think that's a great lesson for the guys in Indiana to look at and say, look, it's not your 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 basketball career is a marathon, not a sprint. It's not about getting out of the gate quick, scoring a lot of points, and then just getting drafted. It's about developing and becoming a better player, becoming a better person. And that's clearly what happened uh, to Bridges. And, and it's great to see that and see him get rewarded for all that hard work. But the applause was not an audio clip. That's the live studio audience. That's just that's just well, how they I, reacted. I didn't know I was. I could have brought my own this week. It would have been great. <laughs> All right. Well, here is what we are going to talk about this week. The NBA draft is going on as we record this, and as Ryan just mentioned, the Hoosiers have no one expected to get drafted. But how many players on the current roster will someday wind up in the NBA? We'll talk about that, and then we have a little draft fun of our own as we each select a seven-man team from the last twelve years of IU basketball, and then let you decide whose team is best. And of course, we will end by taking your questions, and we have several good ones this week. All of that coming here on Assembly Call Radio. Uh, real quick, before we get to all of that, I want to tell you about two great ways to shop online for tickets and for IU gear that also helps us out at the same time. Remember these two URLs, iutickets.shop and iustore.shop. Memorize them, bookmark them, because when you use them to buy IU tickets or gear, we get paid a commission for referring you. iutickets.shop uh, will take you right to SeatGeek, where you can browse the latest listings on IU basketball tickets and always find the best prices and deals. You can also search for IU football tickets, sports tickets, concert tickets, anything as long as you use iutickets.shop to get there, we'll get credit. And as a bonus, use the promo code ASSEMBLY to get $20 back after your first purchase. iustore.shop will take you to the official IU online store where they have gear for everyone and everything. From shirts, hats, and jerseys for adults and kids to tailgate gear, office gear, basically, you name it, and they have it. We really, really appreciate you bookmarking and using those URLs because the commissions add up and they help us to cover the cost of running the show. And if you choose to shop at, to shop at SeatGeek or the IU online store without using our affiliate links, well, you can be wrong. That's fine. Again, the URLs are iutickets.shop and iustore.shop. Thank you. All right, you are listening to Assembly Call Radio. I am Jared Morris here with Ryan Phillips and the coach, Brian Tonsoni. So as I mentioned, guys, as we're recording this, the draft is happening. No Hoosiers expected to get drafted, although there is still time to send NBA GMs the film of Freddie McSwain grabbing nine offensive rebounds against Michigan State because everybody can use a spectacular offensive rebounder like that. Uh, but let's talk real quick about how many players on the current roster we think will someday end up in the NBA. You know, to your point, Ryan, is Indiana at that point now where there is enough talent and enough of a player development program in place that we can have three, four, five guys on the current roster who are going to someday play professional? So 
I kind of went through and gave my first impression on this. Let me list that out, and then you guys tell me if you agree or disagree. Ryan, we'll go to you first. Romeo Langford, obviously a lock. He's a done deal. He's going to end up in the NBA. I think Juwan Morgan is probable. I think he's going to get a shot. I think he will play games in the NBA. Uh, guys that I would bet on, if I had to be, you know, kind of be pushed one way or the other, I would say Jerome Hunter and Justin Smith. Guys who I think have an outside shot because they have particular skills um, that could get them there despite maybe some other deficiencies or Jake Forrester and Demise Anderson. Jake with the athleticism, uh, you know, the defense, Demise because he can shoot. And then guys who seem unlikely, but, you know, you never know, would be Clifton Moore, Robert Finnessy, Race Thompson, and Devontae Green. So I would say four. Um, Romeo Langford, Juwan Morgan, and then I think Jerome Hunter and Justin Smith could both make it as well. Ryan, where do you fall with those guys? I'd put Clifton more in the outside shot category as well, just because of his size and movement. You know, he might get a chance. It's, you know, somebody might, even if he doesn't get drafted, somebody might sign him, put him on a summer league team and, and, and maybe have him, you know, deep on the roster. Uh, again, outside shot is really, or it seems unlikely. I, you know, I might put a guy like, race Thompson on the outside shot as well, because I think he has a lot of the same skills as Juwan Morgan. Um, but other than that, I think your, your list is right. We know Romeo Langford's going to be an NBA player. Almost certainly will be in this draft next year. Juwan Morgan. I think I agree. I think he will play NBA games. I don't know if he's going to get drafted. That's all going to depend on his health and, and how well he plays this year. Um, has he really moved past the injuries that really dogged him his first two years? We'll find out NBA teams are not going to, skimp on their medical evaluations they will know that i would say jerome hunter and justin smith both have the ability to become nba players i don't think there's any question about that just from size length athleticism all of that stuff they have when nba teams are looking for and versatility is, is huge in the nba now uh outside shot i think you're right jake forrester demise anderson if demise can shoot it the, you know the way we think he can at his size certainly has a chance to play in the nba one day and and Jake Forrester is a run and jump big man. I expect him to grow a little bit more too. So he's six eight. That's undersized for a big man in the NBA. But you know, I mean, you've got you've got wings who are six eight. So it'll be interesting to see if he continues to grow because if he does, then yeah, he's that run and jump big man you like. By the way, I'm hearing some pretty good things about Jerome Hunter and the impression that he's made early on on coaches and teammates. Just just thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, Brian, coach, your thoughts guys who could make the NBA from the current roster? You know, I agree with with the obvious uh, top two. I think the, the interesting thing with the Indiana program right now is, is Coach Schilling and the development that he's done in the past working with professional athletes. And so you get some guys on your I'll bet on list or has a shot list, and it'll, de it'll depend on their individual development. Uh, I, I think so a lot of those guys we, we really don't know right now but they're in a system that is supposedly built to make players as, as best they can be. And you have a guy who knows what it takes as coached in the NBA has run uh, his own basketball um, clinic or, or place where he worked with a lot of people in individual development. And I really believe that he has, has the ability to make people better. So I think, I think anyone who comes to IU, not everyone, but you know, top six, seven or eight, might have an outside chance, but it's so it's so hard. You're looking at guys that are drafted in the first round that that play um, sparingly. We we had guys like Blackman and Bryant who were really good scorers here and good players here that are are fighting for their NBA 
um, opportunity. So it, it's a it's a real difficult thing uh, to get to the NBA, and and so that makes it difficult somewhat to predict, other than the obvious. Yeah, well, we'd love to know what you think. So shoot us a tweet at Assembly Call. Let us know who you think are locks, who you think is probable, and who you would bet on uh, as guys from the current roster to make the NBA. And coming up, who says no IU players are getting drafted? We are going to have our own little IU-themed draft right now. We're doing it snake style. We're each picking a seven-man roster plus a coach, and you're going to decide who ends up with the best team. The first picks are next. Stick with us. That's coming on the Assembly Call. You are listening to the Assembly Call. If you ever have to miss all or part of an episode of Assembly Call Radio, there are two great ways to catch up. You can subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for Assembly Call. Or you can watch our live broadcasts on Thursday nights and participate in the live chat on YouTube. And when you watch on YouTube, for better or worse, you get all of the between-segment banner that doesn't make it into the radio or podcast edit which Ryan seems cool with on the surface, but privately in back channels, he's trying to get us to cut out. There's going to be no more mystery about this. <laughs> Subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash assemblycall. I'm Jared Morris, here with Ryan Phillips and the coach Brian Tonsoni. So we've got a little something fun planned, kind of, you know, in honor of the NBA draft going on right now. There's no IU players got drafted, so we wanted some IU players to get drafted. So we're doing our own draft, and here are the parameters for how we're doing this. We're only doing it from the last 12 years of Indiana rosters because it's just it gets pretty unwieldy with all the great players from the past. So we're sticking with the last 12 years, all the guys in recent memory. And the reason why we went back 12 years was so that Eric Gordon and G DJ White would be included and so that we could include this year's roster and see you know where people might pick Romeo Langford or does a guy like Jerome Hunter get picked. So it's only the last 12 years. So when you start wondering why Calvert's not getting picked or that kind of stuff, remember, only the last 12 years. We're going to select a seven-man roster plus a coach. You can, you know, it doesn't have to be point guard, shooting guard, you know, whatever. You can do whatever roster lineup you want. And the way that we're envisioning this is the team will play in the upcoming college basketball season. So it will clearly be a Big Ten title favorite. The goal, of course, is to win a national championship. We'll have a 30-second clock for each selection. And you get the player's production from his last season as a Hoosier. So, for example, you get senior year Yogi Ferrell. You get sophomore year Thomas Bryant. You, you wouldn't get freshman Maurice Creek. You would get uh, you know, junior Maurice Creek before he left. So that just to make things easy, just to make things simple, that's who you get. Uh, any other parameters, gentlemen, that we need to lay out to make this make sense for everybody before we dive in and start making some picks? Ryan, I know you're dying to make your first selection over there. I am. I, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm debating a couple ways to go. Oh, man. Yes, Ryan Ryan gets the first pick. It was randomly assigned. So Ryan picks first. I pick second. Coach Tonsoni, you are third. And then it will That's be That's unfair. Snake. We made our guests go third. I, be... should, can I give up my first pick to, to the coach? No, no, no. Okay, no. he doesn't want it. He's All fine. Right. No, because I you know, I just you know what he's going to nice do? to the guests. No, because you I know would... what he's going to do over there? He's sitting there ready to pick Archie with one of his two picks. He's going to pick Archie, and he's going to make us get stuck Who's... with Crane, Sampson, or Dockage. Who says I'm not doing that first pick? Come well, on. All right. No, I, I, my first pick. Who we're going? Uh, here. We're ready. And I'm not, I'm not sure if I would take his last year at Indiana or his last year in the NBA. But I'm taking Victor Oladipo number one. I got to take him off the board at number one. I thought I, I, he's not only my favorite Indiana player, possibly of all time, 
but it, he was phenomenal on both ends of the floor in his last year. And so I got to take that. Game. It is, it is very tough to go against Victor. Um, it is. I, I was looking for another way to do it. Cause I know you love Victor and I knew you would have taken him if he was on the board. Probably. I, I tell he, you what, I actually, I thought about this earlier today and who I would choose if I had the number one pick and I might've ended up going with Victor, but it, I don't know. I might have considered the guy I'm taking at number two. And really, it's because of position scarcity. I'm taking Yogi. And I'm taking Yogi because if you don't take him, who else is going to run your team? There's, yeah, a lot had, of, there's a lot of scores left. There's some big men left. There's no one else who does what Yogi does. Yogi so, was right there for me. But you know, with Victor, you get so much of the extra stuff. I probably would have ended up taking him also for sentimental reasons. But look, we've got a sentimental attachment to Yogi too. So Yogi is my pick. I'm taking the guy to run my team. Uh, and my, the point guard position is done, and now you two guys can basically do what Indiana has done for the last 12 years outside of seasons with Yogi and scramble to see who's going to run your team. My team will be well run. Uh, coach, it is to you. Picks three and four. Just take Archie. And yeah, when you sent with. me... Yeah, no, when you sent me the list, I, I put them in order, and then I realized we were going with the the, the last year, and there's some debate whether it's the best year at IU or the last year, and that last year does alter um thoughts so i'm gonna go cody zeller and and get my center right away who's who's versatile um and then um based on the last year i think this was one of the best last years uh eric gordon um has to be um there too so that's my first pick of the second round that's a heck of a combo that's a good combo but by the way can we just can we just stop for a moment and reflect on the season that victor yogi and cody all played together i mean having those three guys on the same team of course it wasn't senior year yogi farrell on that squad obviously but still two other guys who were starting on that team pretty (laughs) darn good too they they were pretty good all right uh so that brings it over to me um and let's see i I think I'm going to have to also I'm going to have to also get my inside game ready and I'm I'm going to pick senior year DJ White. I know that the game has changed some since DJ was dominating DJ inside. DJ would be fine. But exactly. DJ was so good as a senior. Really one of the more underrated seasons in IU history, I think. I don't think it gets enough credit for just how good he was. And so with he and Yogi anchor at point guard, anchor down low. I'm feeling pretty good, so I'm taking DJ. Well, that leads me with back-to-back picks, and I'm going to go. You were right about Don't point guard. Okay. You were right about point guard, Jared, and I'm taking Jordan Halls to run my team. Wow, this high? Yes. He's the best point guard left on the, on the list. He really is. Because uh, I'm not going with a ball handle. I'm going with a point guard, and that's Jordan Halls. And you forget what that guy could do from three-point range. I mean, we're not talking about professional Jordan Holes. We're talking about as a college player, Jordan Holes was unbelievable from beyond the three-point line, and he was great at setting up teammates. I love that pick there. And then I'll take... I I agree with the big man principle. I'm going to take Thomas Bryant. Uh, I know his sophomore year wasn't as good, but you know that the potential's there. And surrounded with good players, he definitely would be better. So I'm taking Thomas Bryant Jordan Holes back-to-back. Thomas Bryant and Jordan Holes back to back. Okay. Um, so I currently, so you have Victor Oladipo, Jordan Holes, and Thomas Bryant. I have Yogi. I have the best team. It's, I, sorry, I have, I'm well, that team. is that is definitely not true. <laughs> All right. So once again, I am going to, I'm going to apply my scarcity principle to this. I think we've still got plenty of wings 
and I'm already taken care of with my main ball handler and with my big. So I'm taking the guy who clearly is better than the rest and, again, going to watch you guys scramble. I'm picking Archie because I think Archie will give me the best. You you fill in around Yogi and DJ with Archie to kind of organize the pieces. Uh, Coach is going to quit. He's going to throw his microphone on the ground <laughs> and just leave. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm taking Archie. By the way, you're listening to the Assembly Call Radio. I'm Jared Morrissey with Ryan Phillips and the coach Brian Tonsoni. We are doing a draft, picking a seven-man team from the past 12 years of IU basketball uh, and a coach. And we are in the middle of the of the uh, of the draft right now in round number three. Coach, it's over to you for back to back picks. And you guys have left me some outstanding choices here, and I appreciate the way you've drafted because you're really helping me build my team. Um, That's trash talk, Coach Tonsoni stuff. That is, yeah, you know what? You're a guest in our house. <laughs> the least you could do is be a little nice. You know. It's... Well, um, and and the last year thing is just keeping me from picking who I really want to pick, but I'm going to go, uh, again, position wise, I have a big, I have a guard. I'm going to go Christian Watford. Wow. That's a good pick. Uh, that is a solid pick. shot as a, as a forward. And, if you get, if you get uh, in close games, you're set. Yep. And then I'm going to go with another wing who has yet to play, but is going to have a great last year and first year, Romeo Langford. Okay, so Romeo Langford lasts until round number four. So you have, so you're basically screw who my point guard is. I got Romeo Langford and Eric Gordon at guard. Try and guard that. <laughs> get enough talent out there. And... Yeah, just get get the talent together, and then uh, eventually and have have guard, Crane as your coach, and see what happens with that. And Waddle will hit. So. All right, so let's see. I've got Yogi, DJ, and Archie. Um, so I really, I'm gonna need to get. Uh, I'm I'm gonna need to get. A guy who can score. It's time for me to go on the wing. Um, I, you know, and I've already got DJ down low. I'm going to take OG Ananobi. Uh, and, next pick. I, you know, I will say, I know that OG struggled a little bit, you know, in the sophomore season before he got hurt. But before those injuries, he was really coming on. Uh, and just when you see what he can do defensively, um, I'm taking OG and I feel good about it. I was had him second overall, and and then when we went to the last year with the injuries, yeah, they, that, I think you can consider that. We'll give him a little leeway on that. I think I think you're looking at best version of OG Ananobi, and and I, I I agree, Jared. That was my next pick if you hadn't taken him. So uh, next time I see you, I'll punch you. Okay. Um. <laughs> all right. So number four for me this is my fourth pick. Jeez. Oh man, I'm gonna take. Jawan Morgan. Jawan Morgan. Okay. And then I'm going to take, with my next pick... I was close to taking Jawan. I just didn't think he fit as well with DJ White. Yeah. I'm going to take... Oh, boy. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. It gets harder. It really does, because I've got two guys in mind. and You can take your coach. No. No. No, they're not worth it at this point. I'm going to take Troy Williams, final year Troy Williams. I like it. I like my team, by the way. I mean, these are the best players in the last 12 years. I hope we all like our teams. I like my team. It's the second Um, best team. Thanks, 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 Coach. All right, I absolutely absolutely have to have some shooting. Um, There's no question about it. I need some shooting right now. Need some outside shooting. 
and because I have OG and because I have senior year Yogi Farrell, who was such an outstanding defender, uh, I'm taking James Blackman Jr. Uh, and I know that that is going to hurt me defensively, but what he brings on the offensive end of the court and the fact that Archie is my coach and can coach him up and get him to play that defense, I'm taking Well, JBJ. you're really talking yourself into that. I, yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. Just let me, let me do it. <laughs> uh, coach, that's over to you. Yeah, now now it gets it gets tough here, but um, I'm going to I am going to go a little bit of toughness here. And one of my favorite all time pictures was of a flex up at uh, Purdue, and I'm going to take Will Sheehy wow. just to do all all the dirty work because of the other four guys have everything else. Wow. Will Sheehy with Robert Johnson still on the board? Well, okay. I think well, Robert is my no next one. pick. Oh, oh okay. Robert. He shut you up quickly. Yeah, he did. Forgot, so, I forgot he had two picks in a row. I had two picks in a row, and I'm going to take Rojo. You're going to take – okay. You're taking Rojo. Well, you know, you talk about having a guy who can do some dirty work. Having a guy who can bring some toughness. Um, I know exactly what you're going to pick. Well, I'm trying to pick between two guys. But I also have to round out my starting lineup here because I have a coach. Um, so let's see. I've yeah, got... Nice, good I, job with that. By yeah, way. I've got I've got Yogi and Blackman on my backcourt. I've got OG, uh, OG and DJ White. Um, I am going to take... I am going to take... I'm taking Max Bielfeld. Potentially my next pick. I'm taking well, I'm so. taking Max. I got to fit some of these pieces together, but I'm taking Max. Yeah, well, I got two picks left on my team. I've got Victor Oladipo, Jordan Hulls, Thomas Bryant, Juwan Morgan, Troy Williams. I'm taking Noah Vonley for the rebounding and defense. That's That's amazing value this late in the draft. And then I'm taking Jerome Hunter for the versatility off my bench. I like it. And I don't care who's my coach. If he can't win with that team, he deserves to be fired. We're going well, seven, right? Yep, we're yeah, going seven. Seven players. Okay. Well, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, seven, so I guess seven players and a coach. So you have okay. your, your, so your roster. One more done. round then. One more yep. round. One more round. One more round. Um, all right. I am, uh, with my next selection, I have Archie. So I'm taking Zach McRoberts. That's right. I'm picking Zach McRoberts. And that'll help me compensate for having James Blackman Jr. But Archie loves McRoberts, and I need that defensive DNA. So I'm taking him. Coach, here we go. Your two final picks, then I pick, and then Ryan picks. And then we'll break, and we'll debate. All right. I'm going to... Armand Bassett, still on the board. Armand Bassett, he, and he's going to stay for you if you'd like, and we'll just be nice and leave that Jamarcus where Ellis, it is. still on the board. Um... Uh, let's see. I need. I got. Well, she he is somewhat of a big to play in there. We're going seven deep. I got. I probably need to get a point guard. I'm going to go with another rookie and Robert Finnessy just because he's from over Devonte Green. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Potential. Potential. Okay. And uh, my coach um, <laughs> is on Jared's team. 
And so I'm going to go with friend of the podcast, short term, six games, <laughs> but he did shut down Michael Jordan, at least, which I could at least hang I had on. Um, I'm oh, going Coach Dockage. Big fan of the show, Don. Big, that's right. Big fan of the show. Big, big, fan, of the show. big fan of the show. All right. So Dockage chosen over, <laughs> over Tom Crean and Kelvin Sampson. No uh, one's taking Kelvin Sampson. Come on. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, okay, so I my team currently is Yogi Ferrell, DJ White, OG Ananobi, James Blackman, Max Bielfeld, and Zach McRoberts. Uh, I'm going to get... I already have two bigs. I need some shooting. I, I'm taking Nick Zeisloft to come off my bench and knock down some threes. So I'm going to make sure that I can shoot the rock. I'm taking Zeisloft. Okay, so I already had seven players. My my team's yeah. done, right? So, so now, last... now you need a coach. You cannot choose yourself. You have I'm just to gonna pick. Pa- I'm just gonna. I'm just no. gonna pass. No, no, no. <laughs> you have you have to pick. You what about JJ Halls, Jordan's nope. dad? No, nope. is that? Oh. No, nope. you can't. You can't promote Derek Elston. You can't take Ed Schilling. You can't put Bruiser Flint up there. You can't Tom take Green's Tim my Buckley. coach. Tom Crean is the coach of Ryan's team. All right, so and Tom Crean coached pretty much all the players on your roster, so your team is capped at a Sweet Sixteen. Okay, so we know uh, we know what's happening there. All right, so the draft is done. So now it is time to debate. So when we come back, we will outline our rosters. We'll remind you who we have, and then we will debate. And then remember, you are going to help us be the arbiter of who actually wins this. So get ready to listen, listen to our debates, and figure out who you think has the best team so you can tweet us and let us know. That's coming next on The Assembly Call. Stick with us. Welcome back. You are listening to The Assembly Call. So here is a little fun fact. We have over 5,600 IU fans from around the globe who subscribe to our email newsletter. There's a high-level operation going on out there. And you can join, too. It is easy. Just text IU to 66866 or go to assemblycall.com. You will get our weekly six-banner Sunday news roundups as well as our post-game analysis emails once the season begins. It is all free, and it will make you a smarter and more well-informed IU basketball fan. Again, go to assemblycall.com or text IU to 66866 and join for free today. Make no excuses. Hi, I'm Jared Morris here with Ryan Phillips and the coach Brian Tonsoni as Andy Bottoms has the week off. And gentlemen, we just completed our draft. If you're just joining us, we did a draft. We each picked a seven-man team with a coach from the last 12 years. So it's only from the last 12 years of Indiana basketball. We got the, the production from that player's last season as a Hoosier. Let's do a quick recap of the team. So we'll give us all you know 30 seconds to a minute. State your team and state your number one case for why you think your team is the best. And then you listening, we want you to send us a tweet at assembly call. Let us know whose team you think is best would have the best chance at winning a national championship. Uh, and then we'll tally it up and we'll see who has, uh, who has the best team. So Ryan, you picked first. We'll go with you. Give us your roster and state your case. Well, my starters are going to be Jordan Hulls at the point guard, Victor Oladipo at two, Troy Williams sort of playing that three spot that he used to love off the wing. Juwan Morgan, the four sort of inside, outside, dirty, you know, dirty it up, do whatever he does. And then Thomas Bryant at center. Then I've got Noah Vonley shot blocking and rebounding coming off the bench and Jerome Hunter's versatility. And then, of course, they're 
coached by Tom Crean. But I think that it, whoa, 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 whoa. say the last part again. I didn't. I didn't say anything. They're coached by Tom Crean. So you you mean to tell me? So you've got a team with let's see, Hulls and Thomas Bryant and Troy Williams, coached by Tom Crean. So your adjusted defensive efficiency will be. 150, 175. Uh, they also had the best defender in the nation during his final year, Victor Oladipo. So, and Noah Vonley. One guy. And Jerome Hunter off the bench. Great. A freshman. This team, I will tell you what, at all three levels, this team is fantastic. Uh, got shoot outside shooting from pretty much everybody. You've got great driver in Troy Williams, great driver in Victor Oladipo, and you've got size up front. In Thomas Bryant, Noah Vonley, length with Troy Williams, even though not a great defender, length there. Juwan Morgan, solid defender. And the three-point shooting of Jordan Holes on the outside brings it all together. I love this team. I think I win. Boom, mic, mic drop. Your, your team's going to look pretty. They're going to give up a lot of points, and they don't have a chance of making it past the Sweet 16. Sorry. Yeah, we've, well. seen, we've seen this before. Uh, Coach, you picked third. Give us the rundown of your roster. Uh, linger on that co- coach choice for a second, and then, uh, and then state your case. <laughs> For why your team yeah, is now best. I know why Ryan's new show is called what it is because he kind of drafted like that, I think. Um, but anyway, <laughs> some good trash talk from the coach today. <laughs> um, all right, so so we have Cody Zeller, Eric Gordon, Christian Watford, Romeo Langford, and Robert Johnson as the starting five with Will Sheehy bringing toughness off the bench, Robert Finnessy coming off the bench. Uh, as a point guard to calm things down if we need a traditional point guard, but we have scoring. Oh my God, Eric yeah. Gordon, Romeo Langford can flat out score. Watford can go inside, outside, and when you need a late clutch shot, he can score. And Cody Zeller can do everything: pick and pop, roll, clean up on the boards. Um, and that um, my chat room friends can overcome any deficiencies of a team uh, led by Coach Dan Dockage. Uh, as I'm a no- big fan of the show, Dan Dockage. Big fan of the show. So, but my man Archie was off, uh, and, and I and I had a tough choice there. But uh, I'm putting myself on the bench as well, and, and so that could <laughs> overcome some things. So uh, my my ch- it's gonna have to <laughs> overcome a lot of things. <laughs> Come on, guys, in the chat room. My team is obviously the best because we have uh, some defense and rebounding and a whole lot of scoring. All right, so my squad is my starters are Yogi Ferrell, James Blackman Jr., OG Ananobi, DJ White, and Zach McRoberts. My coach is Archie Miller, and coming off the bench, super sub Max Bielfeldt, along with Nick Zeisloff, to give me shooting. So this is obviously a team that is built around defense, coached by Archie Miller, with senior year Yogi Ferrell, OG Ananobi, and Zach McRoberts. Yep, but also, James Blackman Jr. starting, and it's nope. built around defense. Yeah, it is. It is. You can hide James Blackman Jr. with that team, but you need shooters around Yogi Ferrell. So we saw what Yogi can do when he's surrounded by shooters. And, you know, when you can bring in a guy like Bielfeld and a guy like Zeisloff to shoot off the bench and you have Blackman out there and OG Ananobi who can shoot it at, you know, 40% clip from outside and then DJ White anchoring you down low, I realize that my roster doesn't have the same maybe kind of sex appeal that Ryan's does or that Coach Tonsoni's does. But when you actually look at how the roster is put together, who's coaching it, and the fact that I actually have a point guard to run the whole thing in Yogi Ferrell, my team might not score as many points, but they're going to hold your team down, and that is what is going to help us win. Is we can play offense, we can play defense, we can win any style, and we have shooting. And we have the best coach. So add all of that Blackman, up, this is the best Blackman team. Blackman going to guard Romeo? Yeah. What's going to happen Blackman when Oladipo guard. breaks down James Blackman and Zach McRoberts can't help him? I don't know. I, 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 sorry, what? Jared. 
Okay, so so let me so let me get this straight. So your guys' argument is that one poor defensive player wrecks your entire defense. Ryan, you have uh, three of them. You have, so who who's your team? Did you guard watch James Blackman's last year in Bloomington? Because yeah, one I did. one bad defensive player pretty much did wreck things. I no, there were plenty <laughs> more bad defensive players than just one. Than just one. I realize that's a deficiency with James, but. To make I don't sure that see we any can maximize on my team, so I'm good. Man. Th- there are plenty. We already pointed them out. They start with you, you, the coach is a deficiency, and the fact that you have three guys who can't really defend and didn't defend at the college level. That's the deficiency. Uh, now, look, okay. I think at the end of the day, it could be really hard. Nick Zaislav couldn't defend either. Well, Nick Zaislav's coming off the bench. No. I think at the end of the day, how you try to check Eric Gordon and Romeo Langford is going to be extremely difficult. <laughs> That's so. Coach definitely has that. Um, you know, so we'll have to see. That's tough, but his team scares me more than yours does, Ryan. Yeah, well, that's, I agree. Well, Alex in the chat agrees with me. Thinks it's my team. All right. Well, we're gonna see. Let us know. Let us know who you think. Um, and uh, you know, we tried to have a little bit of fun with this. I think. Uh, I think we did. And uh, so yeah, let us know. Let us know who you think. Any any final thoughts, guys? Any any final uh, you know, votes of confidence that you want to give for your individual squads here? I got the best no, player. I think it's, I I think it's a good. <laughs> I think it's a good exercise. It does force you into like, who do you not want? And these were all our guys at one point, you know. So we're you're sitting here talking about guys who couldn't play defense um, to to win a, a summer draft show. But um, I, I think I commend you guys for trying, and I'm glad you had me on for this segment. So, so if you need uh, some further instruction, I'll be glad. You know, send you some emails. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I like, we allow like this, this guy new, into our this house. New trash talking just, coach. I like. Just this. takes a dump on our floor. Thanks, Jim. I like Thanks, this coach. Love it. I He's like been hanging this. out with me too much. I think is the problem. <laughs> I, I listened uh, to him for hours the other day. So <laughs> probably yeah. so. Uh, okay, uh, let's move on to our final segment here. Coming up in our final segment, as we always do, we are going to answer your questions. We've got a lot of good ones. Uh, we've got a question about the Crossroads Classic. We've got a question about Al Durham uh, and why people aren't talking about him as a point guard. A question about preseason polls. We will go around the horn with all of those questions uh, and give our best answers, and we hope that you'll stick with us to listen. Talk to you in just a minute. listening to the assembly call we are wrapping up another week of talking iu basketball i am jared morris i'm here with the coach brian tonsoni ryan phillips had to leave so he will not be with us here for the final segment uh but coach this is our final segment we got a lot of questions so let's just hop right into them um valerie one of our longtime listeners uh she asked us a good question uh, chronic hoosier and zach osterman over at mind your banners did a really good episode earlier this week about the crossroads classic it's about 35 minutes just diving into that particular topic about whether it's still a good fit for indiana and she asks us how we feel about it so coach what are your thoughts on the crossroads classic and whether it's something that indiana should stay committed to for the long term i think as zach said indiana's committed to it right now through the 2021 season i believe you know, I really, I really enjoy that weekend of basketball and and the two games with with the big Division One. And I saw something in the IDS too about maybe making it a full day with adding uh, some of the other Division One programs uh, as well and playing four games or even five games and involving 
all of those, not necessarily Indiana playing, uh, keep it the, the four teams that are involved. I, I think it's, you know, the state of Indiana is known for its basketball. Those four programs have been quality programs, and it, it provides a, a doubleheader of great college basketball in, in the greatest state for basketball. Uh, I think the argument against it would be that you could free up some scheduling and go play some uh, bigger names, maybe a Kansas, maybe a UCLA, maybe get into another tournament like uh, Michigan State has done and Ohio State has done with some of the Blue Bloods. And that would be a solid reason to get out of it. But we have, you know, those teams in Indiana are solid too. It, it's so I enjoy it. I, I think it's natural rivalries. You have alums uh, in the state and, and people, fans of all the programs. And I think it's a time I've been to a couple of them downtown and downtown Indianapolis is a nice place to, to go pregame and postgame. So uh, I, I think that uh, I would prefer to see us stay in and then schedule some of those tougher opponents in, in, in different uh, ways. I it's one of those things like in a vacuum. I like it. I think it's really cool having, you know, those four teams. There are people who are in Indianapolis and who go really say that they like it. I just wonder at this point with where Indiana wants to be as a program and with how scarce non-conference opportunities are now. You know, when you have the Big Ten ACC Challenge, you have the Gavit Games, you know, there are precious few opportunities for Indiana to get in big high-profile events. And we already had to say no to one high-profile event because of this. So to a certain extent, it depends on what other opportunities would be there. But I think if there are opportunities to play on a bigger stage against you know teams that are more likely to be top 10 caliber teams I think I would like to see Indiana do that now it's very ironic saying that coming off two years where Indiana has basically been the worst team in the Crossroads Classic and we haven't even made the tournament but I just think projecting forward it could be more useful for Indiana to do something else and to free up that uh, that uh, that 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 place on the calendar but that's not a bad thing about the Crossroads Classic. I think it's been really good, really useful, and I would love to see us be able to do both. But with a 20-game Big Ten schedule now, it's just hard to do both. And I think there may be opportunities that serve the big-picture interests of the program better in the long run if Archie's able to get the program to the place where we think he'll be able to. That's right. Yeah, and playing in some of those bigger-name tournaments against the – you know, maybe the Kentuckys, the North Carolinas, Dukes, those uh, types of teams that could help in recruiting a little bit. If you're looking at national recruiting, uh, being seen on television early in, in November when, when some of those games are played. Uh, I just I, I'm an old fashioned guy, you know, night Katie type rivalry. I, I like playing Butler and I like playing Notre Dame. They, Notre Dame used to be on the schedule on a regular basis uh, back in the 80s and 90s. So. Um, I understand the argument for, for moving on, but I, I still think, uh, with the 20 game big 10 schedule, there's enough opportunity to drive the RPI for bracket purposes, for seeding purposes. And then you just have to schedule more teams if you can singly. Um, I like that better as a coach too, cause you have time to prepare. If you're playing, you know, if you're playing, some tournaments or you playing two games in two days or, or you're playing the big guys early, uh, a team might not be ready for it, but I get it from a fan standpoint that it's fun and you're tired of watching Michigan state from the big 10 be in that tournament. And why is Ohio state playing in that, in, in another tournament? Uh, is it time for us? So I'd be okay either way, uh, but I just like the state of Indiana flavor on that Saturday. 
You're listening to the Assembly Call, wrapping up uh, here another week, talking IU basketball, answering some listener questions. This question comes from Chad. There's been a lot of focus and discussion on Devontae Green and Robert Finnessy at point guard. Al Durham has shown me a high basketball IQ despite the freshman bumps, which I think he will get over. I feel like he is being overlooked. What are your thoughts on him playing point guard? What do you think about Al as a, as a point guard? Because Chad's right. He's not a guy that we typically talk about as an answer at that spot right now. I uh, I think he could be in the mix. I, I just see those other two as being more of the typical point guard, and, and you're going to play a couple of those at that slot. Uh, to me, Al Durham looks kind of like a hybrid guard a little bit, a one and a two. Um, I just think Devontae and Robert have a little more natural flair for the point guard position for running the show. But that doesn't mean that uh, Al hasn't worked on it with the coaching staff and, and cannot do that. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets some run at the point guard. Yeah, he'll get some run. And I think he really impressed people with how he didn't turn the ball over at the start of last season. But I think offensively, he was really best this year, not necessarily when he was creating for others, but when he was getting to the basket looking for his own offense. And I think for him to really be a point guard, he is going to have to get better at you know, getting into the lane as he did often and did a nice job drawing contact, did a nice job scoring at the rim, but then being able to have the vision to find and locate guys who might be open. And, and that's kind of the next step for him. And to be able to do that with confidence and, and aggression and still not turn the ball over. And we saw at times when he started to be a little bit more aggressive, the turnovers picked up and then he kind of went back to being much more reserved with the ball. But now he was more of a ball mover than a creator. So I think he's going to have to, you know, kind of balance that. And, and as, you know, as Chad said, there were some freshman bumps. Um, but I, I tend to agree with you. I think he's more in the mold of a combo or, you know, kind of a slasher type. And if he can get his outside shot going, that'll obviously really help him. But I just don't see him as the kind of creator, run the offense type that you expect Robert Finnessy to be and that you see the potential in Devontae Green being. But he's got plenty of time to change that narrative, and we'll just have to see what kind of progression he makes um, from last year to this year. Another question uh, from Jeremy. So he says, I don't put a lot of stock in preseason polls for obvious reasons. With that being said, why do you think IU is not getting more love from the national media? It looks like we don't crack most top 25s. If we do, we're squeaking in. Our recruiting class is top 10, top 5 prospect, top returning player like Juwan Morgan. Seems like we should be getting more attention. I have high expectations. Am I missing something? So the way I think about this is... Like It feels like there's a wide range of outcomes for this team. I see the excitement because of Romeo and Juwan, and now it feels like there's a lot of talent on the roster. And if everybody plays up to the idealized version of who they can be, this could be a top 10 team, I think. But there are a lot of question marks, you know? And that's the thing, is all of the questions have to be answered in the affirmative for Indiana to hit that ceiling. And, you know, you have to think that, what, maybe 50% of those questions, 60% will be answered that way. And then it kind of depends on which ones are answered. Do you get the answer at point guard? Do you get, you know, the answer at another wing? What is Deron Davis going to do? So I really feel like right there between 25 and 30 is probably fair, given the talent influx, but also the questions that still linger. That, to me, seems like a reasonable middle ground if you're just trying to project what's the most likely outcome. What do you, what do you think? We got about a minute left, Coach. Yeah, preseason rankings uh, this far out are really hard to really gauge. You got to also remember that if you're a top six seed in the NCAA tournament, that's 24 teams. I, I think Indiana's in that 15 to 30 range, depending, as you said, on what questions are answered. And again, we don't know a lot about all the different teams. So 
you know, the, the ratings in late November, December are going to matter a lot more than, than the preseason. But um, I think they're getting overlooked a little bit. But it's nice to be that maybe put a chip on the, on the shoulder of the team. Uh, Matt said, any news on the Patino allegations about Romeo, his dad, and the AAU team? Or is that just him trying to keep himself in the news um, uh, here in the words of Andy Bottoms? Uh, no. That was all basically stuff that we knew already. Like, there was really nothing new there. So, yes, I think that was more Patino trying to keep himself in the news. Uh, from Joel, we have not seen Evan Fitzner in any social media from IU. When is he set to arrive in B-Town? Uh, from the last I heard, he's finishing up some classes. I think he was actually at one of the recent camps. I saw on a message board somewhere, I think, that there was a picture of him at one of the recent camps. So, I don't, I can't confirm that. I don't know. But from what, I, uh, you know, from what I've heard, everything is still on track uh, for him to, to be there and be ready for the start of the season. So. Uh, that'll do it for us on this week's episode of the assembly call if you want to see us do the show live and be part of the live chat join us at assemblycall.com on thursday nights for the live broadcast of our assembly call radio recording or you can always subscribe to our podcast by searching for assembly call wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to go to assemblycall.com slash join to join our free email newsletter or text iu to 66866 thank you for listening we will be back to talk iu hoops again with you next week until then Keep your elbows in and your eyes on the rim, and go Hoosiers. Thank everybody for coming out. Thank you for being here and for listening to this episode of The Assembly Call. We appreciate it. And we really do rely on the support of audience members like you to keep our show going and to keep growing. And so we have set up a page on our website at assemblycall.com slash support that lists five ways that you can support the assembly call. And we encourage you to choose whichever method is the easiest and most convenient for you. One of the methods is donating. And so many of you have donated and we appreciate it so much. On that page, you can choose a monthly recurring donation or an annual recurring donation or just a one-time donation, whatever works for you. And if you don't want to donate, Another way to support the show is you can use our affiliate URLs, iutickets.shop or iustore.shop when you're going to shop for tickets or gear, and we will get paid a small commission when you use those links. But however you support the show, we appreciate it. Thank you. Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is over $250 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player client. Sticky notes. Email alerts. A string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is over $250 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player client.